0: Namaste and welcome to the Bharatvartha Podcast. I'm your host Roshan Karyapa. In this episode of the Long India series, we speak to Sri Rakesh Verma, who is the Managing Director and Founder of MapMyIndia. MapMyIndia is a leader in digital map data and associated technologies and products. Mr. Verma is a true visionary and innovator who quit his successful career in the US with General Motors to return to India and build for Bharat in the nineties. In this conversation, Mr. Varma spoke about his journey over the last two decades, how he persevered against all odds in a space that had multiple challenges, including the fact that he had to go up against one of the world's largest software companies, which is Google. MapMyIndia was last valued at around 4,700 crores in 2015 its MOVE app recently won the Atmanarbar Bharat Innovation Challenge. And it also has struck an interesting partnership with ISRO or the Indian Space Research Organization to build indigenous solutions and mapping. This was a very inspiring conversation and I hope you like it. Namaste, sir. Welcome to the Bharatvarta Podcast. Privilege and honor to host you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Right, sir. Uh, maybe to begin things, uh, can you walk us through what your journey of uh, Map my India has been like from inception to now and uh, talk us through a few of your experiences building this business? Huh.
1: It's a 25 years long experience and I might have to tell you other uh, viewers, maybe just in a few minutes. Right. So, started in the uh, mid-90s uh, along with my wife, Rashmi. After we came back from the U.S., working for General Motors and IBM in the U.S., the simple reason we came back was we wanted to do something for our country. And that was something internal and nothing to do with family. or Otherwise, otherwise it was just a desire. So when we came back, uh, we started with something that we were good at which was uh, working on the software services in the IBM mainframe, which we did successfully for two years doing the project for Tata Seal and IBM in the US. But there comes a time where you realize what is uh, more important in your life. And that's when it hit us that we need to develop some product. It's not just making money and do something which can make a difference to the lives of people in India, in particular, the world in general, but our world uh, definitely, we think when business-wise we think of it, we think about India. So from there, the journey started and it started building maps for the country, little uh, fully knowing that it will take at least 10 long years from 1995 till 2004, the phase one of India that it will take 10 long years to build some reasonable level of digital map for the country. Uh, nobody understood or knew what is a digital map. Believe me, that was a state of affair. Forget about the technology availability. After 10 long years, we felt having created a digital map of the country in some way and serviced many of the well-known uh, companies in the country like Coca-Cola, like uh, different telecom companies or the rivers of the world. Uh, we felt that unless these digital maps go into the hands of the users, consumers, uh, people will not know what we are doing. So in 2004, we launched mapminder.com portal, the mapping digital mapping portal, the first of its kind in, in the country. And even Google Maps didn't exist at that time. So with that, our journey really started from 2004, taking the product in the market as a a product rather than as a services, whether it was a SaaS software as services or as licensing the products. From that period till today, the 21 long years, if uh, uh, if I may say, uh, sorry 17 long years if i may say uh, the journey has been very exciting and the key factor behind all this has been innovation and innovation business disruption what people knew to do with paper maps we could do it through digital maps so the journey has come to the to today where we say that our app the mapmindia move has, not, has earned the Art Nirmal App Challenge Award from the government of India. While we are having our revenue coming from, primarily from a B2B or B2B2C business.
0: Right. It's been a fantastic journey, sir. And uh, many different things that uh, I can spec- specifically uh, draw out from this. Uh, one, the fact that uh, you had a vision to do something for the country. Uh, and then second, you know, pivoting from services to products, uh, and then building something with such a long gestation period of, uh, you know, more than a decade. So fantastic journey. Thank you so much for that, uh, introduction, uh. So while MapMyIndia was always known and popular on the web, I think 2004, as you mentioned, you launched, uh, we didn't hear too much about the mobile technology as such. Now, was there a conscious uh, choice to work on the backend as such?
1: Yes, it was a conscious choice, but not so much backend. We are in the front end even today. May not be, as you rightly said, the mobile app so much. Yes, the situation was and still exists today that there is one was one of the largest player by name, Google. They have monopolized the Android operating system and forcing the, by forcing the uh, mobile handset manufacturers that they have to have Google Maps as a default uh, uh, part of the phone. We understood that game early in the 2006, seven, eight, and we said the best way now is to reach the consumers, individuals like you and me, but through another route. And that route we adopted was automotive companies. All the automotive OEMs in India, from 2008, nine till date, the 12 long years, they use MapMedia maps in their navigation in the car. So that's not backend, that's front end. The only difference was we went that route. The back end is typically what so this is what is called B2B2C in our definition because Google had blocked us that way. But in terms of B2B, the back end, like what Ola uses or what Flipkart uses, or what Amazon uses. That's the backend part where they provide a better service to their customers by by using our maps, which is of a higher grade quality than anybody else in the country, including the foreign players.
0: Right. So, you know, two decades has been a long journey. What are some of the new products and segments that you are focused on uh, today?
1: Very interesting again. If I recollect the first decade, if I may say the total of two and a half decades we have gone through, every type of uh, organizations we addressed in the first decade, it is the same set of organizations instead of 10 before, let's say to 10,000 today. But you know it's, it's like you know we still eat for our food the same rice or same wheat or same vegetables, but now they're available in different formats. Like you go to the stores and you find the food available in cans and other places, some processed food and, but still the food is food. Map is something like that. Maps existed on a paper map, good old days, went digital and the use of the maps have become pervasive today in our life, whether it is individual users, or in the industry or in the government. Take the latest example of uh, where we have these, the COVID of, uh, app or call it COVID website of map of uh, government of India for vaccination. You see MapMyIndia maps right there as the default one where the government felt that MapMyIndia data is much more accurate and good quality. So what it has happened in the, this period is different different new versions of solving the problems of the people users is the new flavors of map have come in be it map visualization be it navigation be it analytics be it telematics i mean you just name all of them so for that the software has started playing a very important role so it's a continuous innovation in map my in the areas of software, in the areas of different use cases, like going forward, you will see for autonomous driving a high definition map, which is of a different level of maps. Map Monday is working on, which will get used.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely, one can't think of a and uh, uh, you know living without uh, maps these days. In fact, any app or service these days has some function of uh, uh, maps uh, to it. Right. Uh, So your uh, 2020 Auto Expo uh, showcase was really interesting. And I would love to, you know, uh, discuss that in a little more detail. Uh, Could you talk about uh, your automotive uh, segment and the use cases a little further? As you mentioned, I think some of the top OEMs are using it. And then you mentioned, uh, you know, autonomous driving and so on. Uh, So could you maybe drill down on the auto sector uh, in particular and talk about some things? Sure.
1: Well, uh, automotive sector is still our, I will say, major business uh, uh, from a revenue perspective. Now, lot of technological changes are happening in the uh, in the uh, automotive sector. I mean, the cars have the four wheels, whether it becomes electric tomorrow or has started becoming, there is a steering, there's all kinds of those things are, are there. So in the last decade, what we saw was a good shift in the automotive industry where electronics has been playing a very critical role. And lot of activities are happening there, whereby the cars will move towards more and more autonomous, not the way you think that there is no, there is not going to be a driver or things like that. So what we did in the last uh, uh, Expo we use a very nice word which has made sense to almost all the automotive OEMs It's called case and DT, N stands for navigation, C stands for connectivity, connected car, A stands for autonomous or ADAS which is also called as advanced driving assistance, S stands for shared mobility or mobility, and E stands for electric. So, so we, these are the different use cases for which MapMindia is providing a variety of solutions or services. And the DT is the digital transformation that's happening within not only automotive organization, but any organization. So MapMindia is very well positioned and has been always working in a manner. What is the problem that the users are facing or will be facing? For what we will be facing, we keep innovating new products. What they are facing today, we are already providing. So this N case is the backbone of the kind of services or the kind of products we are giving, whether it is to a four-wheeler or to a two-wheeler or going forward to a commercial vehicle through our NCASE and IoT platform. So, we have created in the process very nice two major platforms. So one is the MAP platform, the other is what we say is the IoT platform. Between the two platforms, data is source, data is it comes to MapMindia, we deliver the services, through the connected part of the solution to the automotive companies.
0: Right. Very interesting. And uh, so do you have any plans to integrate with the other third-party services via APIs, you know, given that you have uh, so much of uh, uh, data, so much of rich and vast data with you, uh, any such uh, plans in the near future?
1: We are absolutely doing it. Just think of phone pay mm. or think of PayTM. If you open Phone Pay app, which is for a financial transaction, you see our APIs integrated with Phone Pay app. You open the Paytm, you will send, see the same thing. You open Gophers, you will find the same thing. So our APIs are now used by at least must be by thousand organizations in different form or factor. So what we have done is we have opened up our APIs. For anyone else to build build an application, or they have built an application to integrate our APIs for maps. On the other side, in certain select areas, we provide the complete solution ourselves, like integrating other third party APIs, also like traffic, like not traffic, like uh, you know, parking or like uh, uh, weather or like uh, things like that. We use the, their APIs also with our solution and provide service to their customers.
0: Right, that's great to hear. Uh, the Move app, uh, which won the Atmanirbhar Bharat Innovation Challenge, it looks very sleek. Uh, what are you doing specifically on that front to increase its adoption? Uh, you know, given that there is a natural competition with the likes of Google Maps, uh, which, as you mentioned, you know, it comes pre-packaged with the Android phone. Uh, anything on that front, sir?
1: Yeah, it's a challenge which we are internally dealing with uh, uh, while we see the uh, MapMindia Move app adoption is increasing, but still, I will say it's not good enough. So, what we can do is again, 10 years back, when we took a different approach through the automotive companies to take our navigation to the users, Move app may come across a situation, one of the two. One like what's happening in the United States about uh, their competition, it, part of it about what uh, they're uh, what they're looking at seriously, the monopoly of Google or Facebook like that, or what had happened in the past with the uh, with the Microsoft in, in, uh, in, what was that called Internet Explorer, or much before that with AT&T when the uh, when the AT&T was broken up. So if things like that happen, probably move app will automatically take on in a big way where the monopoly of Android and the maps are separated out. Otherwise we as we keep, we'll keep trying different other ways means whereby the users feel that yes, if there's one Pepsi, then there's one Coke if there is one uh, Flipkart, there is Amazon, if there is a Swiggy, there is a Zomato. Why can't it a, mo- a mapping space also? They can rely on a second app called MapMindia. So it's definitely an alternative. And believe me, uh, there are many ca- more, uh, cases where people may- might be struggling with their current e- use of maps, which is Google. They might find it more uh, reliable with MapMindia. So we'll have to do some serious advertising to bring people, make people understand. And that's also part of our game plan.
0: Right. Uh, I want to touch upon something specific, which is the regulation of some of these large companies. Uh, You know, uh, you have seen that, you know, how Google, Facebook, etc. have become so prevalent and uh, uh, omnipotent in some sense uh, across the world. Uh, now, usually it comes at the cost of local innovation, right? Uh, uh, so what is your opinion in terms of uh, how the government can regulate these entities and you know support uh, local innovation, local startups uh, like Map, Map My India?
1: Well, in the recent past of last six months, you will see Government of India has taken two major initiatives in the areas where we fall in. One was by... When they uh, uh, they they felt that MapMyIndia move app is, uh, is what is uh, is a really innovative, high quality app, so we got the AppNapper App Challenge Award that helped us. The second most interesting thing that happened was on 15th of February, when Government of India issued new map guidelines, which reversed the earlier situation. Whereby the foreign players were having a gala time in India and Indian companies were struggling because of the regulation. So government of India has now fixed that regulation. And one of the conferences I saw the secretary government of India saying that the foreign companies were just having a great time in India, not following the Indian regulations. Now they will have to follow the regulations and for Indian mapping companies they have said there is no there's a total freedom, and they can go ahead so basically the level playing field has been reversed now by the government and I'm sure not I'm sure i mean I'm so happy that government took this bold initiative in spite of the facts we know how the how the foreign companies uh, try to monopolize in any country
0: right and uh, I would also like your perspective on the current innovation. Uh, and startup ecosystem in India, uh, what is your opinion? Are we solving the right problems that could set us up, uh, you know, to be a great superpower in the next uh, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, in your opinion?
1: Well, let me start in, sim- in a simple, humble way from App- India's perspective. And every- when everybody adds something to the kitty, you become a superpower. No one, per- uh, the, uh, no one company or no one individual can make it happen. Now, think of Street View as an example. What was Google doing all these years? They had started putting Street View across the world. In India, fortunately, they were told they cannot do it for privacy reason. But this recent uh, Government of India guidelines has allowed MapMindia, not MapMindia, any Indian company, uh, MapMindia included, that they can go ahead with the Street View. Now, imagine Three years back, in two thousand rather four years back in two thousand seventeen February, we had showcased the the MapMindia's innovation in the areas of street view, which we call it as a real view. For four years, it was collecting practically dust because we were not allowed to release it. Now, with this new regulation, Government of India said, "You guys, can, uh, I mean, Indian companies can go ahead and." Uh, show, not only showcase, uh, take it to the uh, users, consumers. Now, if this is the kind of encouragement from coming from the government in our space, when imagine in every other space when s- such encouragements happen, all put together, the, the startup system will flourish much and more and more, particularly where regulations have been holding them back.
0: Right. Excellent. Uh, So let's move on to your partnership uh, with ISRO. Uh, What help will MapMyIndia be providing to ISRO and, you know, could you talk about that partnership in a little more detail, sir?
1: Well, the partnership is very simple. One of the thing is, as I said before, why Google Maps should rule the country, not by regulation, but because people want it. So what are the t- two t- three typical things in Google Maps? One is the map. Second is the satellite imagery. The third is the street view. Now MapMedia has a street view. MapMindia has the map, but MapMedia doesn't have the satellite imagery. By having an MOU with uh, ISTRO today, we are able to provide all the three. So, Consumers will not say, feel that using MapMedia maps, they can't see the satellite imagery. So that problem gets resolved is the step, first part of the MOU. The second part of the MOU also is within the government for doing a lot of their projects. The, The government departments also require satellite imageries. Now they were dependent on Google Maps, Google Satellite imageries or some other satellite imagery. We at MapMindia are now in a position to provide the combined power of satellite uh, of ISRO satellite imageries and MapMindia maps and real view to help out and support fully any government or corporate initiative in their area of work.
0: Right. So, Uh, Another technology-related question, how do you see the landscape of uh, uh, mapping or cartology changing as the technology evolves? uh, uh, We often hear of Internet of Things. uh, How will IoT impact uh, uh, mapping specifically, in your opinion?
1: A big way, a very big way. You know, the world has moved from a static paper map to a web map to a mobile map to uh, what we call it as a real-time map. A map unless until it is kept current, current to the minute seconds, the, you, the to that extent the utility or use of map gets degraded. So IoT of things, as you said, is a very integral part of maps because the data that comes in from IoT by IoT, I mean the devices The devices could be a phone, devices could be a sensor, devices could be a GPS, uh, basic GPS unit, whatever. The data when it comes and in real time they get processed and in real time they get, get used by the users in the field, outside. That's where the beauty lies of how these technologies combined together to make it possible.
0: Right. So the government uh, recently announced reforms on collecting and using geospatial data. Uh, what are some of the ways in in your opinion that these reforms will impact our economy?
1: Well, you know, uh, now it reminds me 25 years back when we started MapMindia. At that point of time, the very first conference I participated, I had made a very clear statement that look, I have the conviction that 80% of any data will have a geolocation component. Today, nobody can question that. It's there. It's true in our life. So when you think of any government projects, initiative and all that to bring transparency the value of the geospatial data for them is enormous. So keeping that in mind, I guess the, uh, the the government initiative with the geospatial thing will keep moving on further and further and more and more use cases will keep coming.
0: Right. Uh, So it's been a long journey of over two decades uh, for you at MapMyIndia. but you still have that same passion to add value to the uh, businesses and end consumers and of course, build for Bharat. Uh, How do you see MapMyIndia evolving from here onwards? Uh, You know, what are some of the plans for for the future that you have?
1: Uh, You have something, you have touched something very dear to me. The passion definitely. When I started it, I had the passion and the conviction. But the best part is that passion is now uh, has, has moved to almost, I would say, majority of the people working in MacMindia have the same passion that I have. I don't, I don't think that they are working here for all these years and our, uh, our retention is very, very high in this IT industry. It's all due to passion. So, when the passion is there, you really try to find a solution to a problem that you bump across. Every day is a new day at MapMindia, just like in cricket, they say every match is a new match. MapMindia is also every day is a new day. Every day somebody in the organization comes up saying that he faced or he heard this problem from a user or from a corporate or in the government and MapMindia folks, uh, always get ready to see how a solution can be made out of it. We are very uh, agile and so further moving forward after two and a half decades, I don't see any problem. Had I had the passion remained only with me, I would have been very worried. but I, I'm least worried today because the passion is there across the board.
0: Wonderful, sir so in uh, closing uh, we, i would love to hear your thoughts and your advice to all of the youth who are listening to this uh, uh, interview uh, you know and specifically maybe to uh, wannabe entrepreneurs people who are considering building for bharat uh, like you did right uh, so what are your words of advice to them the world
1: has changed I mean, the youth, a lot more people, a lot, many startups have started coming up. I believe in certain ways of how the startup should work, but doesn't mean that I'm always right. There are always other ways also to do things better. What I would like to advise any startup is focus on your, whatever your ideas that came up in your mind, And if you had the conviction, focus on that with passion, the results will happen. It will come one day depending on that day, depends upon how the market perceives you and how the, what would be the market size. If I take MapMandia itself in back, it was as back as 2015, which was the last time we raised funds. MapMindia is valued at $255 million. Now, did I plan for that when I started uh, MapMindia? No, I never. I knew that we are doing some right things and we'll keep doing it. The valuation will be a byproduct. So that's one big thing I would like to advise the startup that if you focus on valuation from day one, probably you will go wrong. Probably. Most likely you will go wrong. So don't do that. And if you do your things right, valuation is bound to come. We are all interested in the valuation. I would love to see that MapMedia reaches the unicorn soon. And uh, uh, because we are doing all the right things, but am I doing any kind of a work? Because what does it take to make it a unicorn? No. We want to just make sure that we do the things right.
0: All right, sir. Wonderful. This has been a, a really nice conversation uh, with you. Uh, got to understand many different facets of how you've built this uh, uh, enduring business over the last couple of decades uh, and really a pleasure to host you. Thank you so much for your time, sir.
1: Thank you so much. It's my pleasure too, that I got, you gave me a chance to talk to you.
0: Wonderful. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Bharat Varta podcast. If you want to see more content like this, then don't forget to subscribe to our channel. We started Bharatvarta to facilitate long form discussions on politics, policy, and culture. We don't necessarily endorse anything that was said in this episode. If you wish to offer us feedback, do reach out to us on social media. We are at Bharatvarta on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could also get in touch with us on our website, www.bharatvarta.in. The links are in the description below. Until next time, stay safe, take care and enjoy.